This, my friends, is the one chart that you want to be looking at right now. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Crypto Bobby. I hope you are having a great day, great night, wherever you are watching or listening in from. And today, let's take a minute and talk about the Bitfinex premium that is occurring right now. The increase, the influx of Bitfinex shorts as well as the funding rate that you will be seeing or that you're seeing presently on both BitMEX and Bitfinex, where shorts are paying pretty exorbitant amounts of money to have that short exposure to Bitcoin. What does that mean for you? We'll dive into all that and more in today's episode. So what is the chart that we are looking at right now? And for those that are not watching on YouTube, watching or listening on the podcast, I will put a link in the YouTube and podcast descriptions if you'd like to look at this chart yourself. And what we're seeing right here is the candles are representative of the Bitfinex price, BTC to USD. The actual line is the price of BTC, or in this case, XBT to USD on BitMEX, but the yellow line is pretty equivalent to any other cryptocurrency exchange minus Bitfinex. And the reason that this line really kind of spreads apart and you see this kind of large differential that occurs on the 25th to 26th was, that was the exact time of the Bitfinex Tether articles and a lot of the negative information that came out in regards to Bitfinex and Tether having issues, banking relationship problems, potentially $800 million that are lost or being safeguarded and secured by somebody else other than the people that they had initially uh, gave that money to. Regardless, we've, we've covered that significantly. But what we're seeing right now is there is a large premium between basically every cryptocurrency exchange and Bitfinex. Right now, there is a 6% premium uh, to buy Bitcoin on Bitfinex versus Bit uh, BitMEX in this case. It could be Coinbase, it could be Bitstamp, uh, it could be Gemini. There is a large premium, around 5% or so, to be buying Bitcoin on Bitfinex versus every other crypto exchange. Now, why would that happen? You'd probably be thinking to yourself, you know, there's a lot of, uh, of fear. There's a lot of uncertainty around what's going on with Bitfinex. Why would people be paying more on Bitfinex to, to buy Bitcoin? And the thing is there, they're not necessarily paying more or they don't necessarily want to be paying more to be buying Bitcoin, but they're afraid and they don't want to be holding Tether. So a lot of people, a lot of individuals are selling Tether and other cryptocurrencies or even fiat into Bitcoin because the withdrawals are easier with you heard the withdrawals for BTC on Bitfinex right now are actually easier than what would happen with fiat withdrawals. So they are with selling USD into Bitcoin, therefore inflating the price, people are paying a premium. And that is one of the reasons people both sold Tether as well as USD uh, to get into BTC to either withdraw or to be into a kind of safer place at this point in time on Bitfinex. Now, in addition to the premium between Bitfinex and BitMEX and every other exchange out there, that five, 6% premium that we're seeing, another thing that is definitely worth keeping an eye on, and this closely relates to the premium itself and why I think it is something that you need to, to watch in the near to midterm future here is also the number of shorts and the growth that we're seeing recently on Bitfinex 
we're up about 14 percent in terms of the number of of btc to usd shorts on bitfinex since this negative news came out about the highest number we've seen since uh since february at least in 2019 so we're seeing an increasing number of shorts on bitfinex but in addition to that you're seeing not only an increasing number of shorts but it is becoming extremely expensive to short bitcoin on both bitmex and on bitfinex so what you're seeing right now is it is costing on bitmex at least it's costing close to 0.25% daily for 0.25% daily interest essentially for uh shorts to pay longs in their funding rate and if you were to borrow uh borrow bitcoin to short bitcoin on bitfinex right now uh, you could expect to be paying about 0.15 to 0.2% daily which is pretty damn expensive if you understand 0.15% daily it's about four and a half to five percent a month depending upon the fluctuations there so why does the the funding rate matter and shout out to suzu i will include a link to the tweet that he had he's one of the better followers or excuse me one of the better follows on crypto twitter i would highly recommend you give him a follow if you do not already his content is fantastic uh, and so he tweeted this funding rates to borrow Bitcoin BTC on Bitfinex hitting about 100% annualized. This funding has rippled to BitMEX as well as we were just talking about. At these rates, it takes a little over one month for a 10x short to get liquidated, even if Bitcoin doesn't move. A 50x short gets liquidated in under a week. So to step back, if you're not familiar with what that means, right now there are certain scenarios where it you know costs for bitmax at least where shorts have to pay longs to hold their positions in some scenarios longs have to pay shorts to to hold their positions that's what happens with the funding rate in a very simplex manner on bitmax on bitfinex there is a fluctuating interest rate essentially there that you can pay and with this scenario, if you have a certain amount of leverage and Bitcoin doesn't move, the funding rate is going to absolutely eat away at your profits. And as I said before, if you are a short right now on Bitfinex, or excuse me, on BitMEX, the, the bits and the, the MEX and the FINEX and all the Xs kind of confuse me sometimes. So, hey, whatever. But if you are a short right now on BitMEX and you have that 0.25% uh, daily you have that 0.25% daily interest, which is where we're at right now, running the exact numbers on that. That's about 7.8% on a monthly basis, if that were to stay as is. Granted, there is absolutely no guarantee, and the BitMEX funding rate adjusts on an eight-hour basis. So things can move very rapidly there, and things can certainly switch course as well. But if you were to you know look at this, you have you're paying about 7.8% on a monthly basis. However, if you have 10x leverage or if you have 5x leverage you also have to put that into you know you also have to take that in consideration if you have 10x leverage you're paying 78 percent essentially in fees to or in interest to hold that short position so you really need the price of bitcoin to move downwards you really need that otherwise you are going to lose the majority of your position on funding fees alone if bitcoin were to stay steady as is in the 51 to 5200 dollar range so why are we talking about this chart in general getting back to that point why is bitfinex trading at you know five thousand four hundred seventy five dollars or so and every other exchange trading at 
know, $5,170. Why that $300 price difference? Why does that make much of a difference? Um, well, I think there are, there are two reasons here too. And you could certainly extend this beyond these two reasons. But number one, there are going to be some really interesting ARB opportunities that I think mostly professional traders are going to be taking advantage of and raking in money on. Um, so we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit. And then also to looking at this, this price differential, this premium as somewhat of a fear index, especially for traders on Bitfinex. The larger that price premium is, I think the, the more fear you're seeing in the market and the more fearful the traders on Bitfinex are of a potential Bitfinex collapse or a USD issue. So I do think that this is absolutely worth keeping an eye on because if we start to see this premium grow and grow and grow very substantially, I think, you know, issues are, well, they can certainly be brewing right now. And I, I don't have a ton of trust in the Bitfinex tether situation at all. I do think that keeping an eye on this is certainly indicative of the fear in the market. If you start to see this premium start to kind of narrow the gap again and get back to where it was previously, because if we kind of zoom out here on the chart, things were pretty tight in the past. And as I was talking about ARB opportunities, shout out to Loomdart, and we'll also include this tweet in the YouTube and podcast descriptions as well. Uh, if you don't follow Loomdart, you probably already do, so I don't need to say that twice, but uh, definitely follow Loomdart. One of the best traders, one of the best non traders on crypto Twitter by far. But he says this probably going to start shorting BTC USD on Bitfinex soon and longing on BitMEX to play the premium ARB. No way am I doing it now, though. Looking at BTC to USD shorts, as we looked at before, the rising number of shorts on Bitfinex, the chart seems like everyone's got the same idea, waiting for some of these shorts to nuke before I play my cards. And then he goes on to continue to say, here's a visualization of the here's a visualization of the premium, but you're looking at, and some traders are, are betting in some respects that the, you know, that, that, that premium is going to narrow while also being able to hedge their bet by longing on BitMEX and earning the, earning the fees of the daily interest that would be provided to them from the funding rate from the shorts. So it's going to be really interesting to watch the ARB opportunities that a lot of people have, as well as if there is any type of short squeeze because of the large, large interest that these shorts are going to play, is they really need the price of Bitcoin to move down and move down in a hurry if they're going to continue to be able to afford the uh, the daily interest that will be accruing to them both on BitMEX and on Bitfinex. So I think it is absolutely something that you're going to want to keep an eye on as you continue to look forward here because this could have a substantial impact on the price of Bitcoin. If you start to see some type of short squeeze and a bunch of cascading liquidations uh, for shorts on BitMEX specifically and potentially on Bitfinex as well. Now, lastly, this is something that I think when you look at just the, the Bitfinex tether FUD in, in total, and I think the Bitfinex tether stuff, I, I know there's like a bad connotation around FUD in crypto in general, but it really is the definition of fear, uncertainty, and doubt. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of doubt and people are fearful about the situation. Damn definition of FUD. Um, but uh, Randy Marsh on Twitter tweeted out the link to the rich list of USDT balances. And right now, and this is also interesting that what's happened in the past few days, but Randy tweeted this out two days ago. 
And this was the balance of Tether on Binance. It was a $782 million balance uh, of Tether on Binance. Huobi was pretty large as well. So as was the Tether Treasury and OKX. And said, you know, CZ must be pooping his pants right now. Um, <laughs> that, I, that's, a, that's a great phrase, pooping your pants. Uh, Binance holds $782 million of USDT. And then some random S Satoshi's vision shill account says they may be, they may soon be insolvent. Uh, so everybody better get their coins off Binance. Uh, and CZ personally responded, which uh, I thought was relatively interesting. And we'll get into kind of a, a greater, I don't want to say conspiracy theory, but theory about uh, Tether and CZ potentially saving the day. But he says, you misunderstood or you misunderstand the situation Binance doesn't own these USDT, these Tether. Our users own these Tether on the Binance platform, i.e. in our wallets. We make sure when people want to withdraw Tether, they can. Our wallet balance uh, clearly shows that. So when you look at this ritualist, uh, two things to note. Uh, as of the time two days ago, or three days ago, actually, on April 25th, when Randy po uh, posted this, the Binance tether balance was 782 million dollars now it's already down to 705 million dollars so there has been uh an exodus of of tether on binance already which is relatively interesting to see as is um uh so there's there's just been a kind of a a shrinking of the amount of tether on binance uh but in addition to that when you look at binance and their tether balance that doesn't mean that Binance is necessarily holding, you know, $700 million of Tether. That means they're maybe not so smart users are holding $700 million worth of Tether. Now, Binance certainly enables that by having some of their most liquid trade pairs. If we look here, four of the five most liquid trade pairs, and certainly some of this could have to do with people selling off Tether into these cryptocurrencies in the past few days. But uh, four out of the five most liquid trade pairs on Binance right now, it's BTC to USDT, BNB to USDT, BitTorrent to USDT, and Ethereum to USDT. So USDT is very, very prevalent in terms of volume uh, and activity on Binance, but Binance is not necessarily holding $800 million of Tether like on their books ready to pay employees. They use BNB for that, right? <laughs> so something to you know keep in mind when you look at that but also worth keeping an eye on the rich list here too. Interestingly enough, you look at Binance significantly decreasing the amount of B or Tether that they hold, whereas Huobi or Wabi, um, Huobi had $308 million worth of Tether uh, in their wallets. And now they have $375 million of Tether in their wallets. So one might be asking whether or not there is an ARB between Binance and uh, Huobi uh, as you know, as well as if people are moving Tether from Binance to QOB, what, what might be happening there if that's a market maker thing. Uh, very interesting to see a lot of this stuff pan out. So taking into consideration the craziness that's that's happened in the past few days or some of the information that, that, that came out with Bifnex and Tether, as well as the premium we're seeing right now and the increased uh, amount of money now it takes really to short Bitcoin, the, the high price that somebody has to pay to short BTC on BitMEX, on Bitfinex. What are your thoughts? What do you think is going to happen in the short to, to, to near-term future here? Do you see any possibility of a short squeeze personally? Do you think that the Bitfinex tether situation is about to take the market down 
in a big way justifying the amount of money that these shorts are paying do they know something that perhaps we don't i would love to hear your thoughts in the comments on youtube if you're watching there if you're on the podcast always reach out on twitter at crypto underscore bobby if you enjoyed this video hopefully it was helpful for you as well make sure to hit that thumbs up button that like button helps get this video out to a bunch of people and i really personally appreciate that on another end of the spectrum though too we have two great guests joining the podcast this week i have my buddy rocco as well as tom from delphi so talking about what's going down this week and diving into a lot of great content so keep an eye out for that and much more crypto bobby signing out hope you have a good one peace